in the national championship game. Lord, it's on the way. Oh, no! small squirrels welcome back to full circus my name is tristan i'm adjusting this just because it doesn't look quite center i don't count that i do not deserve pain in the wrist for that i should also stop introducing all those small squirrels I, i've said that like three times now and i don't want that to become a staple of the show not because i don't care about the wildlife but you know they're just not it's yeah right rodents aren't that important are they considered? It doesn't matter. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm happy to have you guys here with me today in the new freaking year, man. And yeah, I still don't know the lyrics to that song whatsoever. It's like the Christmas thing I was talking about. Like I, you, you say it, or at least I pretend to say it. But the words I actually say are, should all the acquaintances be forgotten? Which sounds super divisive, rude, just cut off my peers. And Severus Snipe, which is a character from Harry Potter, right? But what more magical way to introduce you into the new year than to name a fantastical wonderland, okay? So welcome and forget all your stupid acquaintances. Let's talk about Severus Snipe, it's magical, okay? But maybe, okay, maybe... If those are the words, I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to look them up because I like my version the best. The acquaintances are being forgotten, but not cut off. Okay. You are forgetting them as acquaintances and welcoming them as fully fledged family and friends. Okay. They are now true people. They're no longer acquaintances to you. These are real people <laughs> before they weren't. But now that they're in your narrative life, we consider them real folks. So let's let's just forget these acquaintances and let's talk about a magical time like Severus Snipe would. So with that being said, man, I'm sorry that I don't have any New Year's decorations, any beautiful 2023 memorabilia sites, things for you to look at. I said I was going to go get the glasses. I didn't. That wasn't a budget thing this time like I was hoping it could have been. I unfortunately do have a little money. And that's thanks to sports betting. Sports betting has came into Ohio. This is not an ad, but it's, yeah, don't, I'm not endorsing going to bet. Although I already made $300. But look at, look at, look at me, okay? <laughs> you should be looking at me. I've, I've got the money to do it, and I wish it was a problem of the budget. But the real issue was procrastination and just straight up lack of care. And discipline. So I thought maybe then just buying something from the dollar store, I would personalize a note and say, Happy New Year! I wrote that for you beforehand. Oh, it's super white. You can't see it. How about that? That's life. Okay. You, you plan something, you think about it. It just doesn't show up. It doesn't work out. Segway to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Look at that. That was not planned. Yes, it was. So listen, I'm going to break it down for what you just saw to start the show off. For people that don't follow sports, 
or may not be interested, I want you to understand where I'm coming from here. The Ohio State Buckeyes were in fourth place. There's only four teams in a college football bracket. It was the fourth team versus the number one team in the nation, the Georgia Bulldogs. Okay, now leading up to this game, everyone, even Ohio State fans, were saying, You're an idiot! You're stupid if you think we got a chance. That's my impression of people with no faith in our team. And I'm saying, hey, we've got it, bucko. And sure enough, game starts. Ohio State starts leading. We start winning the game leading up until the fourth quarter. Georgia starts closing the gap. We're falling apart. Georgia starts closing the gap. We're falling very. We're like, it's, it's like a puzzle that someone just starts breaking up pieces. Like, no, 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 we're falling here. What's going on? And clearly we show that we can compete. And right at the end, Georgia takes the lead. I can't believe it. That sick freak that was chanting about how bad we are. He's going to be right after I've made a case for belief and faith. But then the Buckeyes drive back down the field and show that we are not quitting. Yet we get back into field goal range from a field goal distance that we had just made a kick prior. Okay, the stats, the statistical advantages and things are lined up saying this guy can make this kick. It's going to happen, baby. We're going to win. We didn't. Okay, this guy booted it, and right off the get-go, I'll tell you this much, it, 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 if, as far as misses go, it was super wide left, and the only silver lining in that is as soon as his foot hit the ball, I was like, that's not going in. We lost. That sucks. So by the time it actually hit the ground, way out, and the rest were going, no good, and I believe I saw them laughing too, and it was really hurtful, but they were like, yeah, no chance, but I had known that it was going to be incomplete and no good for so long that I almost had enough time to mentally digest and process the trauma that I had already gone through, okay? Instead of it being super close, it'd be like, oh, you know, at least it was, there was not even close, dude. So that was tricky, man. It's hard to really start the year off at absolute crap bottom, okay? Forget rock bottom. This is just a dirty bottom, and it's disgusting. There's no wet wipes around, all right? That's how I started my year off. I thought if they were going to lose... Let's at least lose in the old year. Let's leave that behind. But as soon as the ball dropped, New York City, three, two, one. Hallelujah. you know. And then the ball goes up and the ball drops way out of bounds. And now the Buckeyes are the only team that has lost in 2023. So, yeah, we're at Dirty Bottom Town. And, listen, I'm a silver lining guy. So I'll say that the advantage of starting your year off that disgustingly is that all I have to do to progress right if my baseline's here all I have to do is not witness my favorite team lose a playoff game and immediately my year's already going up so my stock look that's my year experience it's already going up we didn't see this because it started off right like at the, at the bottom right I, I wasn't like up at a baseline we just boom just poop okay so now everyone else is like just everyone's still riding like, yeah, I'm having a good year. I'm like this. Listen, I started at the bottom. So now I'm climbing. I'm climbing. And I'm going to carry this momentum with me wherever I go. So that's nice. And thank you to the Buckeyes. But man, it's hard. It's hard. And I'm rocking my Ohio State shirt. Regardless, I got this for Christmas. Thank you, my mother and father. It's it's my new favorite shirt. And I wanted to rock this thing with pride and passion. And come on here and say, suck it, guys. We're the best. I don't care what you think. I've got faith. And, I mean, I, I can't do that because we lost. But I'm, I'm representing the team nonetheless because it's my familia. 
right? You need to learn to dance with the one who brought you. You need to learn to really ride or die and represent the wins and the losses as a failure, okay? So I'm, I'm wearing it with pride nonetheless and saying, Ohio State, we're back next year for sure, right? It's not always easy. Sometimes it's embarrassing. But as a Cleveland and Ohio sports fan, I've gotten used to that a lot. You get used to, you know, and just saying, this is it. This is life for us. You have to embrace the losses because it makes the wins so much sweeter if they I don't if they come ever. But uh, this hasn't lost in the new year. Why is that one so tight? Golly, that stung. So, yeah, I started the year off bad. I'm still representing my team. I love them and I'm happy to be here regardless. And I'm. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep, listen, I'm, I'm going to forget my acquaintances. I'm, these are my peers. Ohio State, they're not acquaintances. This is my family. I'm going to, I'm going to rock with them. No matter what. Although it is never easy. So beware if you're going to get into sports, which team you choose. Ideally, they say you don't want to be a bandwagon. One of these people that just, that's the best team. That's my ride or die now. They say, like, that's frowned upon. That's crappy sports behavior. But if this is the alternative... I'm not endorsing it, okay? I whispered, so it's not actually out there in the open. But do that, Bill. Look at the freaking Chiefs. I'm a Chiefs fan. But, like, I'm not saying what you should do. You know, it's because this is hard. It's not easy, man. Anyways, I didn't say it, but also I paused for a second because it smells a little bit like weed in the room. It's not me, I swear, okay? I've said this on the podcast. I don't do drugs. I've never done a drug. I don't drink any of that hardest liquor I've ever had was 2% milk, all right? And let me tell you, I got chastised for that one pretty hard. We're a 1% family, son. You understand that? We're a 1% family. We're going to go around drinking 2%. It's like cream. Why don't you get your butt on out there in the front lawn and start drinking half and half? We don't do the cream and milk on here. What are you going to do? Go next to full percent, full fat milk? No chance. Boy, we're a 1% family. So, yeah, I was scolded pretty heavily, and I'll never do that again. So, I, I got scared straight pretty early on so it's not me i don't know where the weed smells coming from i don't know if it's my brother i don't know as i you smoke i don't know so clearly it's not me i don't know how to even fake weed it's like i'm stealing crumbs in the middle of the night not a creature was stirring not even oh wait a pothead i don't know i don't know what it looks like or i do have the window open because I'm, I'm, I'm so fired up. I'm warm. As you can see, I feel, I feel red. Oh, there's so many lights on. And I'm trying to cool it down a little bit. But maybe there's a skunk nearby. I don't know. But like I said in the last episode, dude, I don't like the smell. It's pretty crappy, straight up. Because it smells like butt. But <laughs> I don't know why I feel like some people frown upon that. Like, hey, this is just how they're doing their thing, dude. It's like that Steve Martin joke. Sir, do you mind if I light up my cigarette? No, of course. Do you? Well, do you mind if I fart? I feel like I should be allowed to rip a stinker wherever I so please. Like you get to smoke the guns and marijuana, okay? And I, I'm, I'm frowned. I'm shamed just because I like dairy. No, dude. Right? You can't be doing all that. So, anyways, it smells bad, but listen, we're here representing the new year, nonetheless. Also, I will say we are at the point of my hair stage where the few episodes of the podcast it's just hats 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 because it gets it gets so long it just it goes crazy look we can even we can take a peek ski at it man it's just it's actually it kind of looked pretty good before i touched it but oh yeah anyways 
it's important to really put your best foot forward, especially when the year starts and you want to embrace yourself as professional as possible. And maybe that means wearing a Looney Tunes hat and a failure of a team. So happy new year, guys. Hope you're having a beautiful time. I will say again, I despise resolutions. Okay. Unless it's 1080p. <laughs> this is... It's digital. It's a nerd for the geeks. The jokes. Because I did one. I, did, I already talked about sports. We got to play half and half. Not like the creamer, though. I'm sorry. I mean, 1% for life. 1% for life. Right. That's me. getting. That was secretly doing 2%. I should have. But, yeah. I don't like resolutions. And I talked about this in the last one. That you shouldn't care about what people do. And it's not because I care about you and doing things I disagree with it's because I, I care about people in general I don't care about what you're doing I care about you and I want you to achieve right if you're aspiring and perspiring for something greater you're sweating it out for something big I want you to achieve that and basing your entire life and your new goals and aspirations off a arbitrary date that the Aztecs or the Mayans was like, hey, listen, and this is the calendar year, and now it's reset, go, you're someone new, happy new year, new me, right? Based off the, it's how selfish, okay? The Mayans, has my in the name, right? We're talking, this is, this is New Yorans, okay? That's what my philosophy would be. I'm all about the people. I'm all about getting you guys to achieve something greater than yourself. So when you wait for this just random day, and be like, well, here I go now. I don't like it. And now we base it off this Gregorian calendar, which comes from the Julian calendar, Julian calendar, and which base comes from the Sumerian calendar. I don't know if there's any of this real because I'm just talking, but feel free to fact check. But it's too late. This podcast is already up. The Sumerian calendar, dude, was like 250 days long, way back. And I believe the days were only like 12 hours long. So imagine trying to create a new year, new self in that. You know how short of a year that is? Or maybe it's 180 days. It doesn't matter. Point is, it's a stupid philosophy. Work on yourself prior. Start February in the summer, the fall, right before, okay? Because if you really care about something, you'll go after it and you won't wait for someone to say, and now, the best people that run races don't wait for the gun. They cheat. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to endorse, but I've, I've dug my hole. So here we are. I'm just going to say, listen, sometimes you don't, you don't want to play fair. For everybody, it's like, New Year's resolutions, here we go, locking in, let's see what we can do. Now, you start ahead of them. You get a couple steps forward and be like, listen, look at how much I accomplished by January. I started in September, so now I'm ahead of the curve. So go after the things you like. Don't be one of those people who just, you chase it for Twitter or Instagram. and be like, oh, look, look at me, I'm at the gym. Look at me, I'm eating a carrot. And you make it 14 days, you're like, gosh. No one either forget these acquaintances because you guys are just talking about something you don't even really care about and you're going to forget it. And I'm like, hey, where's D15? You gave up? That's that? You got to care about it, people. Get in there, you know? Really strive. Also, I would endorse skipping January 1st because more often than not, developing a new habit is like getting back on the saddle of an addiction. Let me explain. <laughs> you know, if you're trying to stop smoking put it away you make it 16 days you relapse ah, weed right <laughs> and immediately you're like man well i failed so i'm just going to give it a good 11 days or something before i try again you know like no one just smokes that so no one gets back into the weed <laughs> i don't know what it looks like <laughs> and you then just the next day they're like well i'm back on the saddle okay i'm right i'm back in it i'm back on the saddle again 
They don't do that. You just you you fall off. So I am I embrace the idea of starting off with resilience and be like, oh, I'm starting late, January second, third, February, whatever it is. You need to have that ability to overcome and not just base it on this stupid clock, because then everything. Listen, things fumble, things fall down. Don't do that. Start off with some resilience and get in there. That's where it helps a little bit with me is that my birthday is on the second. So there's no way when I was trying to eat healthy or get into a good fitness groove that I'm like, oh, starting the first, here's a carrot. Wait, tomorrow's cake. Why would I'll just eat pie now? You know, so there was no point. And I developed a really good sense of discipline based on that. I'm not saying because I'm perfect and my ways will just work for everybody. A lot of you guys aren't as good as me. A lot of you guys just aren't, you know, as great as me. No, I'm kidding. But it's just uh, it's a struggling thing, and I, I want to see people succeed. And you're going about the wrong way, and I believe I'm right all the time. So follow what I'm saying. Dang it. I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about what I'm saying. It's Eminem, and now he's a motivational speaker. You should get out there without letting out little squeakers, farting and talking about people smoking the weeds while you're doing good deeds. And now you're being a person. Boom. All right. So that's Eminem for you. Anyways, what I was saying, I, I don't like resolutions. Again, just to begin with, just start anytime. They're stupid goals. It's all, it's just a bunch of hogwash. It's baloney. With that being said, let me tell you some of mine. Okay. Listen, I developed some things that I want to accomplish this year. And these were things that I would accomplish any year. Last year, this year, next year. These are just new goals of mine. It's not just alone to 2023 that's so don't put the year in front of it just say this is what i'm chasing okay you do you want you want to prowl you want to be a hunt hunter <laughs> don't you you want to be a hunted no you want to get out there you want to be in the jungle you want to be like a leopard praying through the trees okay and looking on small squirrels because we don't like them look at that roundabout yeah my things i want to accomplish one is that i want to run a marathon this year why I have no idea, honestly, okay? I don't know if it's because something's built into me where I'm like, I, I gotta be a runner because I wanna complain about running and not have some thing where people are like, well, you don't know what it's like to be a runner. Once you really get into it, it's super nice. It, it's relaxed, the, the chemicals and dopamine that's released when running, it's fantastic. And I, when I say, shut up, it's stupid. They say, no, it's not, it's really great. I want to run a marathon and say, check out the badge of honor. I'm a marathon runner, and now I can tell you for a fact, it's lame. So, pretty petty of me, but again, listen, the goals are yours at the end of the day, so no matter how much I say your resolutions are stupid, embrace them however you please. This is just a bit too far away, and we fixed it. Now it's too close. Whatever. <laughs> And the other reason maybe for why I want to be running is I got a pair of joggers for Christmas and maybe I'm having some sort of imposter syndrome or like, I don't deserve to wear these. I don't know what the reason is, but I've never had an inclination to be a runner or to run unless I'm being chased. And it's just something that sparked. And when I decide on doing something, I regretfully chase it to a thousand percent. See, I'm now I'm hunting. Get it? I didn't mean to do that. So anyways... I want to run a marathon. That is one of my goals. If not this year, then the next year. I'm just training. I, I want it to happen. That's something I'm going to accomplish. It's not part of the 2023. I need to let go. Okay. I do need to relax and let you guys just be you. Also, trying to write, not write, read. I'm not going to write anything. <laughs> I'm trying to read 12 books in the year. Man, I couldn't even write a freaking paragraph if I wanted to. 
that's not true. It just wouldn't make a lot of sense. I find that most of my creative literature, as in my speaking as well, ends up just coming out. It's it's super sermony, man. I, I swear some part of me in a distant life was meant to be a preacher and it wouldn't have gone well because I just say things like, well, listen, sometimes in life you just got to make sure you're bringing home the bacon, but pick a fat pig, okay? Because if you're trying to bring home the bacon from, from a weak little small pig, you're not bringing a lot of meat for the fame. And now it's just people are hungry. Now they're stealing pizza off. The, and then you're creating a lot of divisive nature. Like, it, excuse me, Pastor Tristan, can you elaborate on that? Like, what, what does that mean? Like, what? Figure that out. I don't know. It's in the Bible somewhere. You, you, you did the math. What can I say? I only got four minutes up here. So I wouldn't be a good preacher, but a lot of my things... I end up being more clever than comedic. I'm like, hey, this is something. Now elaborate. No, I won't. You just take it at face value with a grain of salt, maybe some pepper, and see how that flavors up your educational palate. So anyways, reading 12 books in a year. And now, like I said, I cheated a little bit. I read a little bit in December. I'm going to try to accomplish one per month, basically, kind of. I don't know what the books are going to be about. I'm just trying to read a little bit more, see if I can educate myself on the world of... Harry Potter, but <laughs> it's just something I, I'm working on doing. I don't know where that comes from. Maybe I was just reading something and I was like, man, I, more of this, right? My brain just goes, you should do that, Tristan. I go, why? That's stupid. Why would I do that? Bring it. I don't know. Try it. Like, All right, fine. My brain's a pretty smart guy. He's a chill dude. Maybe he knows something I don't. Other than that, I'm trying to work on, I've talked about this before on the podcast. I'm working on starting stand-up comedy. Okay, so a lot of times we're doing this whole sit down thing and I wonder what it's like to actually be on our feet full time. And what does that bring? I don't know. But we've got almost 100 episodes of material we can comb through. I want to work on being better at peeling the onion, too. As far as comedy goes, it doesn't always have to be stand up, but I want to be on stage and I want to work on myself and practice a little bit more with that, dude. Because with material, I, I, I just glide. I just, like an ice dancer, I just skate right across the material or the subject. But I, wa I want to stop and be like, what was that? And take off my skate and just, yeah, I want to get under this thing. I want to see what's down here, okay? Something beautiful, magnificent. Find a treasure chest or maybe a ice shark. Did those come out yet? I don't know if the Lord has revealed that new update. If he was just like, hey, you know, ice sharks, right? What if the Bible just never kept up with the days you know who says that he stopped on day seven he's like day freaking one million four hundred three thousand and seventy six ice sharks and i was like whoa when did that one came out that would be fun so let's tune in the lord see if he's still up to anything i don't know people you know we're so focused on asking for things from the lord and needing his presence but we're not we we're not monitoring this guy enough i need to look out and be like dang where did that bird come from was that always here you know, I don't know. So, yeah, I wouldn't be a good preacher. But anyways, working on that, working on peeling the onion. I want to progress profusely, which is just a loose, you know, ambitious statement. And just all things. Comedy, the podcast, working on myself, fitness. Which, by the way, I stopped my bulk. I talked about that. I was bulking up, eating so many things and calories and I wasn't noticing a lot of the muscle mass. People were like, well, you just, you're not going to notice any bodily changes in three weeks. Like, oh, I'm noticing changes. My love handles are like, I'm creating like a C, dude. I got a nice hourglass figure going out, man. Where's the muscle coming from? I'm noticing changes. It's just not where I want to be. And more than that, there's a certain feeling you have when you stuff your face more than you have. I say the word glutton a lot, but to literally be a glutton, to take more than you can every single day, it's not easy, right? If you ever go on these eight-day, maybe nine-day junk food vendors, you're like, I just need a break, man. 
I just need a break. There's no breaks in the bulk. So I decided to cut that out, not be so focused on whatever comes from that, right? If, if, if the muscle builds a little slower, it's fine. It is what it is. I can't, I just, I can't do it. You know, you have to accept your defeat sometimes. And while trying to prepare for a marathon as well, it's not easy to keep on getting fatter at the same time. There was a lot of errors, so I don't know if I'll ever go back to it, but I'm trying to progress in all things, in voice acting, it just, it just in everything. So I, I like throwing a little bit of a ghost statement, right? Just kind of haunts whatever the goal is and be like, hey, it could be that this day, it could be that another day, but I want to profusely progress. I said that because PP sounds funny. Uh, another one of my goals is to stop feeling <laughs> in my wrist. I want to stop doing that, but like all goals, I'm starting beforehand, okay? We're not waiting. We're getting a head start and cheating up. The last one on my list of my resolutions is that I feel now in this year of being 24 years old that I just had. Happy birthday to me, by the way. And I feel like it's time that I'm going to have to move out this year. And it's not because it's just I'm trying to avoid any financial wares and tears. Although I won't lie to you. I won't sugarcoat it. It's very comfortable. But I, I just really love my family, dude, to be completely blunt. Is that considered blunt if it's a nice thing? If you're like, hey, dude, I'm just going to be blunt here. You look amazing today. Okay, I'm just going to be blunt. You've got a beautiful voice. Okay, is that blunt or is that just, I don't know. Is there a word for that? Does it still count as blunt? It's, I'm, I'm still risking coming off rude, I guess, to someone who's like, don't say that about me. We're a terrible family. We have an awful presence. So maybe that's blunt to others, but to others who enjoy those said compliments, I don't know what that is. I'll make up a new word some other time. Well, the opposite of blunt. It's tip, tip, vert. Hey, it's complimentary freestyles. So to be front, bl fr I I'll figure it out. <laughs> to, to be honest, <laughs> I love my family, man. My family's great. They're, they're beautiful, not just physically, but figuratively as well, man. I have a great time. I don't know how people do it. That whole mentality of when you turn 18, you're going to move out, man. I'm going to be spreading my wings, man. I'm going to spread my wings. I didn't get that. I never felt the need to spread my wings. I mean, I got this office space. I have time to be by myself and kind of do progress profusely alone. But a lot of people move out because they feel like they have to get away and, and, and get bigger and, you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know because I don't feel the need to do it. I, I genuinely have so much fondness for the random conversations I weave through. My my house, my life is like a sitcom where my I walk in and my dad's talking about I was like, yeah, anyways, I was playing with a butterfly knife and I actually cut this kid and then he stabbed me like and he fell over and then the tr truck crashed and then anyways, anyone ever, I'm like, what, what, what happened? Like I walked in the other day dad's talking about he just like yeah so anyways i blew a red light like whoa let me just sit down and get into this because you just never know things are just interesting my mom my dad my brothers i i enjoy it a lot so i think i would be financially fine going off and moving out but it's just i how do you give up something you love when you don't necessarily have to even though you could but i just it's it's a it's a tricky thing that i've been stalling for a long time I feel the comparable thing is to like give up your favorite food, but be like, hey, listen, I'm not going to have pizza inside my house anymore. Ever again. I'm only going to eat it 
outside of the confines of the property. That's a scary thought. I love pizza and my family. I love them equally. One may be higher than the other, but I won't say which one. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a hurdle, man. It's hard because they are so great. So I've been trying to come up with cons. You know, you make a pros and cons list and it's not easy. One of them is that it is freezing in the house. That could be nice, okay, to have the be the lord of your own, you know, thermostat. And be like, wow, it's going to be a freaking sun in here. That's part of the reason I do the podcast, that this is when I get to this energy level. It's one of the few times where I just, I finally warm up in here. I can finally be free. So I just turn on the lights and waste electricity. But... That could be a good thing because it is freezing, man. And also, we got we have hardwood floors now. We've had them for a year. We didn't. It's just now. <laughs> but it's it's just there's just no warmth. Okay, it's hard to get out of bed. It's freezing, and you can't really complain because it's not my kingdom, right? I, my place is in Scotland, Bing by the shore, and it could be an interesting tactic to take part of that. Also, real side note, look, this is the freaking tangent. I, the name it would be full circle, but it's full circus because I don't always go back around. The, I was talking about the thing, the note I had that said cold tree. I remembered what it was. It was that we got our Christmas tree and the tree can't survive because it's so cold in here. The tree was dying out. We're drinking water. Why won't it take the water? You know, it's so cold. The, the tree would flourish outdoor in the real realm. But in here in the ice box, there's no chance. The doors, windows are open, freezing temperatures. The tree's like, you know, and it died just full on. I walked by it. Snap, the branches don't bend. So yeah, that's how that's how cold it is. That could be a con. Another con I would think is that you know some people in this house I won't say who, but just a few of them have a flushing deficiency. I, you know where you just and I don't know how you do it, but they just they just run away. So it's interesting to walk into the bathroom and see you know a surprise. <laughs> That could be a con, but also at the same time, you know, will I miss that? Is that one of the things that I'll look back like, oh, there's no one pooped in my toilet today. You know, there's nothing here. So I don't know. That's that one's a toss up pro or con you pick. But yeah, I don't mean to brag, but my family's great. I love them and I don't know how I'm going to do it. Time will tell. It's a goal that I have to, I have to accomplish at some point again because I don't feel the need to. But we're going to the point where people are going to be like, hey, you, you, you know, so. It's a situational awareness thing, regardless. But anyways, yes, being 24, this is a segue from the thing that I had to move out. Look how beautiful things wind. In the new year, we're good at segues. I am 24, and I had my birthday, and it was glorious, dude. I started my birthday off by cleaning the bathroom and scrubbing the toilet, which wasn't clean to begin with because there was something in there. But uh, pros and cons, I don't know. So we did that. We had a good time, and... Listen, the presents, man, the presents. Why, why do people look at you with the presents? Okay? Christmas is hard enough, but when your birthday, eyes on me, I get it. I love attention. But when I feel like I have to give you a specific reaction to make you feel good, there's so much anxiety that happens. I'm turning up the game. I'm like, hey, look, Vikings are about to score. Trying to open it real quick. Oh, does that? Wow, freaking cool. Hey, thanks. <laughs> you know, I, I fear that my reaction won't live up to it. Same way when people show you videos. Look at this. Oh, look, 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 look. <laughs> you threw the milk in the air. See that? I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I, I don't have a genuine reaction sometimes because it's all inside. 
And maybe that's because I'm expecting to be let down. I don't know. I don't remember any bad gifts, but maybe I'm like, oh, this gift's going to suck. This gift's going to suck. But you got to play it up already. you got to be ready for it. Oh, I mean, it's fine. It's great. And I love it. But I just, my, my reaction is, ha, cool. And I, I, but I go, no way. No. <laughs> yeah. So same thing when I expect it, like, this isn't going to be funny. This isn't going to strike my funny bone. The chuckles ain't going to be floating the way I want them to be floating. Okay. It's like cream, cream of the crop, right? It's not rising. Hot air don't rise. Chuckles don't always arise. Sometimes chuckles stay in. Chucks be sitting. Chucks be, you know, creeping and peeping and coming out whenever they please. So the chucks ain't always rising when they show me the video, but I have to make the chucks come up. Okay. So it, immediately I get into this kind of performative nature where I'm like, all right, you got to be ready to do it. And it's tough, dude. So I don't like the presents. That was the one bad part about the birthday. Even my, dude, my brother got me an amazing gift. Okay. And he, he honestly, three for three. Okay. My brother and his wife, Hattie, they nailed the gifts. Hard time, Christmas, birthday. Amazing. All right. And I still had to fake it. All right. I still had to go. Oh, and that's what I was feeling already. But I just, I wish it would come out. And maybe this is maybe this is normal. Maybe everybody's fake, but for me, I, I need to see some sort of lecture or people or like with Eminem as a motivational speaker, like listen, sometimes the chunks won't be genuine as you're stepping around and you're fumbling. What you really mean to say is I'm getting in the place. Right. And I'm like, oh, that you spoke to my heart. <laughs> but I I just I it's hard. Did I say uh oh, I did. <laughs> Woo! So it's tough, and he got me this great gift. So the, the camera, usually I charge a battery, and it dies, and the podcasts are usually a bit shorter. We're going way over time already. The podcasts are usually a bit shorter because the battery can only survive so long, but it's plugged in now, so we have unlimited time. We have unlimited of this juggling conversation, I guess. So I'm very happy and excited for that, but... Again, the the reaction just didn't happen as well. So birthday presents, I could do without, man. That would be a plus as far as moving out go, but I couldn't move locally because they'd still come or they'd have me over to invite these presents. We want to give you stuff. I want to go so far away, okay, that either they won't visit or they can't even get a postal service to me. All right, I want to be living in the freaking Alaskan mountains, so far away in a desolate nature in a log cabin, no Wi-Fi, no nothing. I'm sitting there by a fire and they're like hey happy birthday I'm like thanks and then maybe somehow they get the presents to me they throw it on a toboggan guy wolf sled yeah and he brings he's like hey i got you this thing like how in the world did they get this to me and he brings he's like i got the you know somehow <laughs> so they bring up he's sitting up beacons like well, we're gonna facetime your family because they'll go the extra mile mire they, they'll go as far as they can to make sure they can see me witnessing this gift. And I'm like, oh, the cell phone service isn't working. Oh, and I would still be trapped doing that. Yes. So I don't know. I don't know, man. That could be a that could be a plus, but I don't know how to get away from it. I don't like it. So tricky, man. I love presents. I do. But I hate just give me the thing. Just give me the thing. Don't wrap it anymore. I think that's where we need to be. I need people to either say, hey, it's okay if this flops. Just let it be. Or, hey, here you go. I'm like, oh, well. And I'm, I'm already taken aback because I was expecting to be wrapped. Boom. Perfect. I think I just solved it. So you're welcome to anybody else like me. And also, I need to clip that and send that to everybody who's thinking about getting me a gift. But, yeah, presents and the birthday right after. It's it's nice. It's having a little bit of an encore Christmas because you're like, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, you're getting stuff. However, it is very tricky because... I think I've said this in the podcast as well. I 
as a kid, I, there's no way for me to get stuff. You know, when you see something catching your eye, whoa, that freaking Jurassic Park Lego set, I want that so bad. Your parents are like, hey, put that on your Christmas list. We'll mark that down. And I'm not going to remember something for this long because, like, hey, it's, it's, it's February. I'm not going to hold on to that for this long, okay? Now, if you're a summer baby, you're like, put it on your Christmas list. And he's like, well, or your birthday, I guess. It's April. You're born in June. You're right around the corner. I'm like, oh, I can do that. I can hold on to that more. As a six-year-old, I had no chance, okay? So I was constantly forgetting things that I wanted all the time. Psychologically, and this is probably how astrology works, too. They just base it off your birthdays. That I would say winter children are the most patient of all the beings, okay? Because I'm used to, like, listen, there's only one spot. I got to go whole year all right before i can even approach the idea of getting something that i see in a store now these summer freaking children even spring or fall babies you're used to some regular occurrence often getting the gifts you don't know what it's like you don't know what it's like to be stuck okay my birthday's like seven days after christmas there's no chance for me my whole life i was born and bred to be patient and wait and abide by my time because if i saw something I had to go all the way to this little pocket of the universe where gifts mattered. And it's so unfortunate that I don't like opening them. So, yeah, that's my theory that all all cold babies winter, they're very, very patient. And summer babies suck. Ha! I don't mean that. But listen, for the point of the point that I'm making. So, <laughs> anyways, is there anything else I wanted to mention there? I don't think so. Yeah, that's it. I'm just really enjoying my life. I'm enjoying the new year, and we're kicking it off, okay? Right after the birthday, we're getting back on the saddle, opening. We have no more gifts as well, so maybe it does. Listen, silver lining to me not liking gifts, I just get it all the way, but also it's like back-to-back, -back, so I don't know. We'll figure it out. Hopefully, Ohio State gets better. So I think that's it. Welcome to 24, Tristan. Welcome to 23, you guys. Also, 24 is my favorite number of all time. So how lucky am I? And psychologically speaking, it might just be a bunch of BS. Okay, you're like, well, 24, you're not actually feeling lucky because you're a lucky number. It's actually because you're taking a lucky perspective because you're thinking that you have actually good luck. But actually, in truth, you're actually just as fortunate as everybody else. But the fact that you come up with a positive mindset means you kind of discord the bad things. I've been here to look back on the positive things and it kind of just evens itself out. So you think you're actually good luck. So psychologically, I would say it's all a bunch of BS. But dude, I make up my own rules. It's me, dude. I do whatever I want. And that is how I live, dude. Okay. So yeah, being 24, nice so far. The Buckeyes haven't lost when I'm being 24. And after I get to enjoy a perfect year, I'm calling it right now because psychologically I'm feeling very lucky. I get to enjoy 2024 after. So back to back, lucky years for me. So expect the next two years of this podcast and my personal progress to progress profusely. That's <laughs> so many Ps. B, 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 B. Listen, guys, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you joining me in this new year of extravagant excitement. And let's just keep on looking for silver linings and fun. Oh, I will say one more I just thought of. This is one that I, I don't, uh, I don't know. See, my problem is if I find a negative about my family, like, oh, but that's kind of sweet. It's kind of endearing. My family is a thing where we turn off lights all the time, but if I'm ever trying to sleep and someone walks in the room, they look on the light and they're like, hey, by the way, whatever. I was like, dude, I was, ha I was sleeping. What are you, <laughs> what? And it's usually my brothers, they'll just turn it on and be like, oh, you think that's cool? I'm like, yeah, right, okay. And then they just leave the light on like, oh, hey, the reverse your steps back, okay? Turn off the lights. Turn off that light!
But if I look back at that, I just go, that's kind of sweet and endearing. You know, they left a light on me. It's like a little nightlight, except, I mean, I do have to get up and turn it off. But I don't know. The positive mindset can be a dangerous one because it's hard to find faults in people. So anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartors, always and forever. And I'm going to keep on forgetting my acquaintances. And maybe that means cutting them loose. And maybe that means making them more something beautiful and special. So let's forget ourselves. We are no longer acquaintances. We are together as one. And I think that is it. Look, look at this show. We're just running on because we have no fear of the batteries. Thank you to Carlton. Thank you to the shirt. Fun with my mama and my papa. And I will catch you guys in the next one. I don't know how the, that did my New Year's resolution should have been learning how to close a show, but I can't. <laughs>